Um, can I get just one more test on you? Oh, you're just a little uh, quiet. One, two, one, one, two. My test, one, two. Hello, hello, hello. Got Anthony Boggess Glover, good. Got it, okay, good. All right, we're recording, so um, I'll just count us in and I'll get right to it. So, uh, eTalk, entertainment conversations with Anthony Boggess Glover. That's me. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Three, two. Hello, my name is Anthony Bogus Glover, and welcome to eTalk with Anthony Bogus Glover. This is where we're going to be talking about entertainment conversations uh, with everything that's going on in the world today uh, and how it affects people in the arts and how it affects us, what we're working, how we're working, if we're working, what we're doing. And just a lot of fun with people in the entertainment world. So you'll be finding out some things from performers, things from people on the business side. Uh, we'll be talking to everybody. And then we'll have some special guests to come in throughout this whole entire series. But today, being the first day, I have been coerced by a good friend of mine. His name is Anthony Smith. And we call each other twin. Yes. Uh, we've known each other well, we've known each other a long time, so we can say we are twins. Although he's a lot older. No, I'm actually older. Uh, <laughs> and he's the producer of this. And let me tell you, we have been talking about doing this for at least four years. At, at least, least four years. At least, yeah. Uh, it's crazy that it had to take a pandemic before <laughs> this came to fruition. But no, hey, better late than never. There you go. So I'm going to turn it over to Twin. Anthony Smith, and we'll go from there. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you for having me. It's so funny because I call him Tony. You guys can call him whatever you want, but I call him Tony. Right. <laughs> and, um, and it's so funny because, you know, we've been trying, like you said, uh, we've been trying to do this for at least four years. And, um, and you know, timing is everything. Um, but uh, I think it's, you know, cool thing about uh, Tony, I've known him for, Oh, I think it's been 20 years, right? It's at least yeah. been 20 years. Yeah. And um, from the day we met, we were doing a show together. Long story short, choreographer turns around and says, Tony, we both turned around and said, yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and 20 plus years later, we are here. So, nah, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. We're still here. I'm so, uh, I'm so, um, I will say this to the listeners that, you know, uh, Tony is, first of all, he's an amazing performer, producer, choreographer. I mean, he's one of those people who can do it all. And then at the same time, you have fun. Um, yeah. Eagle at the door. It's great. If you know, if you know him, it's, is you know, everybody's like, it's about time. It's about, <laughs> I'm, I'm clapping my hands. It's about time you're doing this. Right. So, right. You know, and so, I, you know, and, and I'm privileged to be able to, you know, get um, my company, to be able, you know, our media company to be able to uh, produce this. And it's a um, long time coming and I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me. Um, so so let, let's, 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 let's have a talk. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> Can let's, we talk? Let's yeah. Talk about this thing. <laughs> this is kind of crazy because this is where you kind of, you get to open up and, and we're kind of putting some things out and talking the way we normally talk. Right. Uh, and the things that we talk about in private, but now it's like coming out into the open. And what this is what we want everybody to do. Just we're just going to talk about some things and let people know how you feel. Uh, and and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, it will be fun. 
and we can find out some uh, other things as we go on. Absolutely. So, so I mean, so like I said in the intro, you know, myself, um, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll keep names off of it. People from people in Europe to people in the United <laughs> States to people all over have been wanting, you know, one of the things you just have that personality that when people walk into the room or into the cast or to stage, you, you, it's welcome. So you, you put, you, I mean, not everybody's like that in this industry and you know that, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and so you've had some great success. So I guess I would say for the listeners, I'm going to kind of, how's this? Let me just interview you. Let's, let's okay. just try that and, try, and then the people can kind of get to know you. Uh, so, so what, so what is your story? What is, what is the Anthony Vargas Glover story? Oh, wait. Anthony Ernest Vargas Glover story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he called my government name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, the story is, is really simple. You know, we all have that thing. I remember from humble beginnings, you know. But no, I literally sang my very first solo when I was five years old at church. I'll never forget it. You know, I've been bugging my mother and bugging my mother to, I wanted to sing. And I'm from a family of all boys and I was the youngest and everybody, you know, we all sang and did things my mom sang. And she was just like, okay, 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 okay. So she talked to the musician, they gave me a song and I sang it five years old. And from that point on, I was like, Hmm, this is something that I could do. I liked it. Now, believe it or not, this was like, number two for me because I wanted to be a baseball player. Of course. I loved, it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love baseball. And right? I mean, right now, I can just sit, I can watch baseball all day, all along. Oh, yeah, it's like nothing. So I, I I did that and went to school, and I think I did my first player in the kindergarten. I was a, the little drummer boy. And it just, you know, it goes from there. And, I, and it went on, and it went on, and I started getting hooked up with people who were actually able to help me, teachers and musicians and, you know, church musicians and friends and things like that. And so I ended up going to my middle school, uh, left my middle school, wait, go back, elementary, went to middle school. And middle school is when my uh, music teachers decided that "Hmm, you need to go to the high school for the performing and visual arts. So she was very instrumental. and, And it was so fortunate that my principal, and in middle school was her boss at church as the director of the choir. So oh, I had access, yeah, yeah, had access to getting in there. So uh, they got to talking and, and talked to the uh, the art coordinator who was Miss Patricia Bonner. Everybody to this day, yes, Miss Bonner, I love you. I owe you my life. I am indebted to you. I met her in sixth grade. We were doing solo and ensemble uh, UIL. And that was sixth grade. Now now you think, you know, you don't go into high school until the ninth grade now. So I've literally had three years to get to know her and work with her and understand the things that I would need to do in order to get into the school. Well, lo and behold, three years later, I auditioned. I'll never forget it. I auditioned in March. I got my letter in May. <laughs> and I spent four years at Houston's High School for the Performing and Visual Arts, which is now Kinder High School for the Performing and Visual Arts. And from that point on, my career started soaring because, because of those five letters, HSPBA, I was able to go out and do things. I literally got my first audition outside of high school uh 
I think I graduated in May. I graduated in June. And in August, I was working at Main Street Theater here in Houston, Texas. See? And it's crazy. Oh. It's one of the things, one of the things I hear, you know, I mean, it's, I think we all have them. And I think, you know, and bringing it into today, you know, there are, I won't, I won't, I won't turn it, I'll keep it entertainment, I won't turn it political, but I will mention there's, you know, with people going back to school, how is that going to work? What are the teachers going to do? What are the parents going to do? But at the end of the day, and with so many people, you know, that we know, it all started with a teacher. Teacher went, oh, yes. It all started with a teacher. You know, and, you know, and sometimes it's the mom and dad and two, and that, you know, and I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from there, but just the important, I, I think what I just wanted to hear was, or at least wanted to say what I heard was, because the same thing happened to me. It was an instructor. It was a teacher who exactly. you know, t- t- basically takes you by the shoulders and said, okay, we're going this way. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for those who maybe not be from the Houston area, HSPBA is like, you know, it's like, it's basically the fame school, but yeah. But Southern version, Southern fried. <laughs> so where it, we go to class? <laughs> yes, yes. It's not, a lot of a lot of great people come out. Of exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, no, and and like you said, it was it was the teachers, and literally, I still keep in touch with my middle school teachers, wow. uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade uh, teachers from high school. You know, whenever I do things, they're there to support me. Uh, I've gone off to college. I've gone, you know, done shows. And when I'm doing things, they are always there to support. So that, I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, it's that support system, that thing that says it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we never, we never, we never grow up to them because we're always, you know, they're, they're little kids. Oh, little Tony. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like it's not little Tony anymore. He's big Tony. He's big he's Tony. Older he's big now, Tony. but he's still little Tony. You know, right? So right. yeah, but it's 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 amazing, it, and it's and I give back uh, because it was done for me, and that's what you know. It's just like gratifying when that happens. You know, it's like whoa. You know, when I see kids and I see people who are doing things and they want to do things, I was that person, and I see myself in that person. So that's how I'm able to you know, connect with them and go, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what you're going through. You know, uh, I've had the opportunity to do, uh, be an artistic and musical director for the Houston NAACP branch, uh, where they, it's a competition. And these kids come from all over the city, ninth through 12th grade. And, you know, everybody is not at HSPB. So they don't get, you know, what everybody else gets there. So right. we just take them under our arms and under our wings. And you work with them, and I mean, everybody's doing all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. So it's 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 cool, it's it's fun, and and it's something that you like to do. And when you like what you're doing, it makes a difference, right? You know, it's, it's not then, like you say, well, you love you love what you do. It never turns into a job, and they, you know, it's a saying. But I'll say, it, just you know, with our experience, it, it's true. But it, you know, it takes it takes some balls to do it. You gotta you yeah. gotta really gotta go for it. It's not necessarily. Yeah. But the reward is so worth the risk, at least in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah. You know, everybody don't see the the hard work, sweat, and tears. They they just see the finished product. Right. That's why I always like when you end up doing shows where you can kind of get a uh, background or a sketch of what happens backstage because that's the real show. Right. Yes. That (laughs) the show before the show. Right. Yes. That's the real show. Yes. 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 So So, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I didn't mean to yeah, so I mean, you know, that's that's where I that's how I got into it. And 
Um, I went to college. I went to New York, went to school, came back. Come on, you got to represent. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to school? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. That's our whole podcast right there. State <laughs> University of New York at Purchase, which is SUNY Purchase. Hey. So it was like about, about 30 minutes outside of the city, but, you know, we were always there. But yes, yes, you got to represent SUNY Purchase. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, and, and once you do that and, you get you get bit by that bug, right. and you just start doing things. So when I came back from New York, I mean, I I hit the ground running, working, 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 working. I mean, uh, one of my one of the best things I like to talk about all the time is I was 18 years old, just graduated from high school. It was in my first year, first year of college, at the University of Houston, and I got cast in Houston Grand Opera's Showboat. Now, okay, it may not sound like eh, no, that's you know. no, that that, but that show when it's done right, it's like yeah, it is. It's one. Of, it's a classic it's, for a reason, and it's one of those shows where, um, I'll just say a little, you know, it has some cultural stuff in there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and and I mean, I was an eighteen-year-old kid, and when I audition, I audition. They call me back and they say, "We want to cast you." Blah blah blah. So we go through all this, and then the one question I think that really changed my life was he said, now we're planning on touring this show. Would you like to be on the touring production? And I said, sure. And he goes, but you don't know where we're touring. And I said, okay, where? And he said, Cairo, Egypt. Uh, crickets, crickets. I said, <laughs> I said, hold on, hold on, let me think about it. Okay, yes. yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I did showboat in Cairo, Egypt, and I literally lived on the Nile River. My hotel room, my my balcony, my veranda yes. was across from the Nile River. I mean, you know, you can't, you I mean, can't beat that. I, that's, I mean, and that's that's what that's what entertainment could do. I mean, that's just yeah, I mean, this, exactly, that is exactly. Amazing. That's what entertainment. My mother tells me all the time: you have to be careful. And how you treat people, because you never know who's going to be there, who's going to who's who you're going to need, and what they can do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I cannot tell you, as an 18 year old kid, going to Cairo, Egypt, to perform, doing something you like. It was it was amazing, you know. Uh, and then when I was in high school, I was a part of the Sister City Exchange program, where I got a chance to go to Taipei, Taiwan, and mm-hmm. Norway as a student. Right. You know, I mean, I mean who, who does that? <laughs> you, know, and, you, and those, you do. Those are, yeah, yeah. Those are the things. Those are the things. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this in too because this okay. is something that, you know, just like throwing a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got an opportunity. My, ca- my classmate, my classmate is Chandra Bailey. I mean, Chandra, well, Chandra Wilson. Who plays Dr. Bailey? Bailey who plays Dr. Bailey, right? Yes, in, in Grey's Anatomy. She and I travel together. You know, so it's just like you never know no, who you, you know. never know. <laughs> you you never know, know. So yeah, but it's 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 amazing. I, I get a chance to do uh, a lot of things and, and still today, even which brings us to where we are now in this pandemic, it's just so much going on where we're not working as much. Right. It's there. We're getting back to where we need to be, but what's the new normal? 
That's what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I mean, we're going to be talking about this in, you know, in the, in the weeks coming, but whatever, but I, I, I'm getting ready to direct a show at the ensemble, uh, next summer. It's called respect. So show. Oh, as a matter of fact, look, let me wait, go this way. Bam. Respect. And for you those who are listening, he moved his head a little bit, and bam, it says respect right on the back of his wall. Right. Respect so, on the wall, yes, respect. Uh, it's, it's a show of four women, three African-American women and one Caucasian lady, and they do all of the music from, like, 60s, 70s, 80s. Bam. So you already know what that's going to be like. Right. And uh, it's, you know, this is something that we're getting ready for, but in getting ready for that and preparing for that because of this pandemic and everything we're going through, we had to do virtual auditions. Right. You know, this is the first time that's happened. You know, sometimes you may send the tape or something when you're auditioning and you're auditioning for parts, but for the ensemble, this was the first time that that's happened. And it was wild, you know, because you had everybody in the room Right. Everybody reading, everybody singing, everybody dancing, but everybody was at their prospective homes. Wow. It was just, you know, a way of, it's a new way of doing things. So we're, we're getting used to stuff, but hopefully by then we'll, you know, we'll kind of have some type of normalcy, but right. dude, it's, it's crazy. You know, the things that we have to go through because who would have thought not literally nine months ago, January, that we'd be saying, Oh, okay. We're, we're going to go through the rest of the yeah. year. Two <laughs> right. months later, it's like, what? What's going on? We 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 what? We got to stay at home. We got to we got to wear masks. Yeah, we, the world literally you stopped. You can't yeah. do this, you know. Poor kids, they leave to go on break for spring break in March, and then they don't go back. Right. <laughs> like this is the best like, spring break ever. The spring break you have ever had. You yeah. know. So, you know, like that we're 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 getting there. So it's right. it's it's taking its time. But you know, this is something that, like I said, we've been talking about doing and wanting to do, and and we're getting there. And we're we're gonna have some good guests come through and. Uh, yeah. We get to hear some things from from everybody. So let me ask you this. So I mean, I mean, you've had I mean an incredible career. I mean, everyone, we, we, and I'm sure as you guys listen to our uh, episodes, you'll hear all about that. But I guess one of the things that um, that that you know basically inspired me and wanted me to kind of be a part of this project and um, uh, and and support you with this podcast. What what is your why for this? Like, why are you do? What is what is what are you trying to accomplish with this? Because I love what you, you know, what, we, what we said uh, when we were trying to put this together. Like, what is what is eTalk? What is it? Obviously, it's more than just entertainment. But how, what does it mean to you and, and the people who? Oh wow! It? It, it's it's like a um, uh, a platform where it gives a voice to people. And when I say people, we're, we're talking about entertainment, but of course we kind of hit other things and because it's, it's just life. But it gives people who are in the entertainment field uh, a voice and a platform to stand and talk and say things that people don't know. Like you say, because people come to a show or they go to a ballet or whatever, and all they see is the finished product. Right. Right. They they know, but it doesn't really set in that you've been rehearsing for six weeks. You've been rehearsing for eight weeks. Uh, sometimes uh, when it comes to technical rehearsals, when we do those texts, 12-hour days, you know, 
mm-hmm. and you got to get everything together. And then what you see is voila, you know, but the why is because I want to give everybody an opportunity to talk about what we do, mm-hmm. why we do it, yep. how we do it, mm-hmm. you know, what the outcome is, the sacrifice, because being in the arts and just like any other uh, profession, it's a sacrifice from your families. You know, I mean, think about it. The the people that went in the entertainment business, we're performing on the holidays. When most people are at the table, (laughs) having dinner. Exactly. But we're like, okay, I'm gonna eat early because I have a seven o'clock call for an eight o'clock show, you know, so I gotta get out of here, you know. Um, and it's just to inform people of the things that's going on that we do. Uh, like I said, we have this pandemic going on now. That has had a tremendous impact on our lives. You know, I, we, yeah. you and I both know people who have been out of work, you know, and on Broadway yeah. because yeah. they it shut down. I mean, there's not, and people who had just started doing shows or just going into rehearsals and bloop, it's, yeah. it's all gone. You can't do yeah, anything. We, yeah, we had a show that was going to be at the Gershwin Theater. And, you know, we, it's, it's, we're going to do it next year. But, yeah, I mean, we were all ready to, you know, do our show. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, life happens. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it, it, it's nothing. We have no control over it. So we can't say, oh, I, I'm, I'm upset. Well, we'll be upset (laughs) because it happens, you know, Uh, but the the deal is to always have what we're doing, a plan B right? to where you can do things and, you know, and and get out there and let people know what's going on. So that's my why. Uh, Like you said, it also gives me an opportunity to talk to different people. Uh, People get to hear different views and not just my view, you know, we'll get to hear some people in different fields, uh, telling us how they how it's impacted them. Uh, right. Yeah, to not give yeah, because like not to give away any um, to not give any uh, away any secrets. I mean, right when we you know we have I'll just say not, yeah I'll, I'll just say we have planning who you have planning to come on the show or uh, a very I'll just say a very well known uh, uh, dance professional a very right. well known television. Right, um, you know, uh, personality in the community, community in the in the, in uh, the community you know, theater, of Houston. Yeah, you know, yeah. So and, you know, you get to hear. Uh, I, I mean, I'm even planning on bringing in somebody from like the finance world as, yeah, or right. as a producer, yeah. and right. they can explain what happens on that side. That's you know, side. because right. it's so much. I mean, from and I tell people all the time, and I, I remember a director telling me that Felicia Rashad. When she does shows and when she does things and she works on movies and things, she starts and treats everybody from the caterer to the janitor to the security guard to the person on stage that she's working with the same way. Because mm-hmm. that's the gentleness and the meekness of that individual. You know, everybody, cause, because without them, I wouldn't be able to do right. what I do. Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to have security at the door to make sure nobody comes in. It's not supposed <laughs> to be there. You have to have the, the the crew there. The crew alone is so important to any project, any show, because if those props are not moved, if those sets are not moved, if 
if the costumes are not there, they're not the ready. Sound engineer we, gets his if the, oh my God, you don't want to mess with the sound engineer and the light operator. I mean, <laughs> those are the people that can get and it. it. And, 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 I, and I learned from personal experience, and you only do it once. Yeah, yeah, you only do it once. I mean, there there are, trust me, there are plenty stories of, I'm talking divas in the opera field. (laughs) Well, they mess up. And they're their aria in the dark. (laughs) You know, you, you can't do that. You know, but yeah, you have to make sure that everybody is is welcomed. Everybody feels like they are a part of something. You know, I think about uh, uh, when the Astros won, the Houston Astros won the uh, World Series, and they gave out the rings. Everybody that worked at Minute Maid Park got a ring. The ticket holders, the the people who said the concession stand people, the security, everybody got a ring because you're part of that organization. And, and that's what yeah, you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you have to you have to make sure that everybody feels like uh, the the top person needs to feel like okay, I can do anything with it. The people below me are doing, it. and then the lowest person on the lowest on the totem pole should feel like they are just as important. Yeah, and so. which they are. I mean, which they yeah. are. I mean, yeah, it's like it was. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It, be, it so. becomes a family, and it becomes a unit. Right. And and that's what people and not that's what people don't understand. Uh I guess when they see people at award shows and all this kind of stuff and people are crying and they're just trying to call off everybody's name. And it's because those are the people who for that little length of time of however long the you know it was, that was family. Right. You know, you're like with them more than you are with your own family because that's who you're working with and that's who you're dealing with. So you do become like we are twins. Right. You do become exactly. brothers. You do become sisters because you spend so much time with each other. Right. So, you know, that that's that's where we're going. You know, we're gonna explore, do some things. Um I we were we also talked about an aha moment. Right. Yeah. I think um I would say my aha moment to me was Literally, when I was 16 years old, I, I don't know why. Okay, now come with me. 16. Come on. <laughs> well, 16. I mean, that's there's all kinds of aha moments at 16. But I'm oh like, <laughs> no, 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 no! I just, you know, how when you, you, yeah. it's that, especially for for guys, you know, you're right, like, right. And you're going through this and all this kind of stuff. And one of my biggest things was. I, I used to sing first tenor, like way up there, first tenor. Whew. And my voice changed and my, my music teacher said, you'll be fine, you'll, you'll be fine. And her words were, trust me, you're still going to have fans. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, you're thinking that if your voice gets deeper, nobody's going to want to hear you sing, and that's not the case. But I was 16. I had just did a show at school. Uh, my voice was literally changing. It was getting... To where it's not much of a first tenor anymore, but second tenor baritone. And I had to sing a song at church. And I sang the song at church, and I promise you, when I got through singing that song, it's just something that came over me that said, wow, now you're getting ready to do what you really want to do. Six, I was 16 years old, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. And I'm just like, and it's just like, it's like, it was almost like, 
you're a man now. <laughs> and I mean, Welcome I was to like, your manhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hmm. And so from that point is when I started kind of looking at things differently. You know, it's like, oh, this is something that you want to do. Uh, right. It doesn't have to be, I mean, you can do it all, you know, you, but whatever you do, make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability. That's right. all people are going to ask for. Right. Be it at church, be it, uh, on stage, be it in school, whatever you're doing, just make sure that it is your best and you're giving your best at all times. If you're giving your best, then people can't ask for anything else. That's true. If you're yeah. Not, if you're, yeah. If you're not giving your best, and people will know when you're not giving your best, when you're just mocking through it or you're going through it. No, people can tell. People and can I mean, tell. and it's it's just different because you you will you will personally be a total different person uh, when you're giving your best because you're like, I'm doing it, I'm giving it my all, and it's here. If you ask me for anything else, I might be able to give it to you, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm here. It changes the energy of the whole yes. Um, yes. If the environment, be it, a t- be it a TV set or a, on live stage or something like that, the energy that is created by that, you know, my, you know, our family, we call it 150% or go home. Uh-huh. Like, not even 100, 150 if you're yeah, gonna do you got to go, you gotta go beyond because everybody's shooting for 100. Right, yeah. yeah. So you got to overshoot. Yeah, what they say, um, shoot for the stars, land on the moon, something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I think a man messed that up, but something like that, yeah. There so you go, something. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, and so that was, that was one, and I mean, like I said, at 16, you're starting to think, okay, I'm almost getting ready to graduate from high school, so you start thinking about things then, right. you know. Uh, it's been something like you wanted to do. Now you have to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, it's getting it's getting close. Maybe I need to start really thinking about it. You know, and and that's what happened. And I mean, I I did it. Kept going, and you know, the more you do it, the better you get. And then opportunities show. Right. And when people see that you are trying and you are working and you want to do. People will tell you about. I have. I've been blessed so much that a lot of times, knock on wood, knocking on my head. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. You don't even have to audition because somebody has seen you or somebody knows you. Are they putting a good word for you? And it's word of mouth. You know, and and that's how. Literally, that's how I got Showboat. I was doing the the show. Was talking about uh, from Main Street Theater right out of school. I was doing working at Main Street Theater. And the conductor from the Houston Grand Opera came to a Sunday afternoon matinee. And when the show was over, one of the stage managers came back and said, hey, Tony, uh, we have the conductor of Houston Grand Opera out here and he wants to speak to you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what, what did I do? Yeah, it so goes back to that, that saying, um, you never know who's in the audience. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. You never know Literally. who's in the audience. Now, mind you, like I said, this was a three o'clock matinee on a Sunday. You know, so the week was over because you start shows on Wednesday, sometimes Thursdays, and you run through Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're like, okay, it's the matinee. It's the last show of the week. Let's get it through, you know. And here he comes and he says, hi, my name is... Uh, I'll call his name. My name is yeah. John DeMay. Yeah. And I'm with Houston Grand Opera. And I said, oh, okay. You know I mean? I knew who he was. And he goes, we're holding auditions for Showboat next week. And I would love for them to hear you sing. And I was like, 
wow, okay. Gave me the information. Uh, I called them. Well, actually, they called me first and make sure that, you know, we spoke with uh, John Domain, blah, blah, blah. And I went in and auditioned the next week, and the rest is history. Right. And it was from there, you know, I, I I got a chance to perform for presidents and kings and queens and all that kind of stuff. And again, like I said, I was just 18 years old. I was the youngest person on the plane when we went to Cairo, Egypt. And I remember the director, Michael Kahn, telling my mother, don't worry, he'll be drinking milk on the rocks the whole time. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I was literally the baby. And then a, a good thing, another thing with with that particular show, um, I had my theater teacher who was in the show with me at oh, U of H. no way. Really? Yes. And I was, I, was in, I was in rehearsal for a show at U of H, and she made sure that I was taking time out to run lines and learn my lines while I'm in Cairo, Egypt, vacationing. And we had, I had the opportunity to work with my theater teacher in that and, show. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's a, that is, I mean, that's, that's, that's so rare. I mean, yeah. And, yeah. Good, and good on her. I'm assuming her. Good on her. Yes, yes. Uh, Chesley to... Santoro Crone. Everybody knows Chesley Crone. Give us some love. Married. Give us some love. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Chesley. Yes. Chesley Crone. I mean, theater taught me theater, and we ended up doing a show together. And that, like I said, that's amazing to be able yeah. to do a show with your teacher who's teaching you that, you know, that particular craft. That's and, a unique uh, experience it, it, right there. That's such yeah. a unique experience. Oh, yeah. man, I, I can't tell you. Yes, I did sleep in a pyramid. And um, yeah, when I was there, uh, you know. We hey, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. Oh, my God. You know, so, you know, it, it's it's a lot of stuff. And that's what I said. That's what we want to talk about with this. You know, it's just right. like pushing forward the things so people can see. Um, and it's like going to the grocery store when I go somewhere and you know somebody has seen, they see me go, oh I saw you you were not like oh it's cool it's cool you know and that's that's fun when people yeah. recognize you and know you but they then they feel like they're seeing a regular person person it's almost like a breaking breaking the fourth yes, wall yes you know yes, because what they do is yeah. they see you on stage and uh, like when I did the lion in the Wiz. You know, everybody knows the lion, the lion, you know, and they're like, oh my God, you know, he's 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 the that mean lion, the mean old lion, but then they see you and they go, Oh, it's just Tony. Trust me, I'm nothing like the character, you know. I'm with, and, and it's and that's another thing. When people get a chance to play different characters that are not like themselves. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough. I guess I'm I'm just a good guy. I always get good guy roles. But every now and then I'll get a crazy role like when I played Ebenezer Scrooge. And you know, Scrooge is like just nasty. And I had people tell me, I don't like you being a mean person. <laughs> but it's like, well that's good. That means that I did my job because you didn't like it. And 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 it's hard to do that because I'm not I don't think I'm not a mean person. You know, but when you have to become a mean person, that that that's acting. That's you know, I, you know, I, I can tell you some, just some of the things that people say. You know, Denzel Washington said, "If you're gonna do it, go all the way. No way. You all cannot way. have ass. Do it. You right. gotta do it right. right because if not, it's not gonna be believable." And I think and also it's people. You know, that's I mean, if 
as entertainment consumers everywhere, especially with, during the pandemic, it's interesting how, like, like you said, do it 100%, do it all the way, because everybody, if they're listening to music, if they're watching TV, if, I think people are just now starting to go back to the movies, what, yeah. what makes that movie good is usually the, the um, how authentic it yeah. is to that individual. It's yeah. like, you know, if you're watching a, you know, a, a movie or something about Harleys and you drive Harleys or ride Harleys and that character is really, oh yeah, he, he's just like Johnny or he's just like uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. And that's what brings it to life. And so by going halfway, like you said, you got to go. Yeah, you go it's like, no, you're cheating me. You're cheating me. You know, yeah. uh, yes. there, there are, and that's why it takes actors sometimes, uh, about a month or so to get out of that character if they do it the correct way. Because, you know, you have to go through all of these emotions and all of this kind of stuff. You know, I can just think of people off the top of my head, some of my favorite actors. I mean, like, like the ultimate Tom Cruise. Yeah. He goes all the way. I mean, when he did Rain Man, oh my God. You know, when he goes in, he goes in and it, you know, you kind of have to, and they say they say performers are crazy anyway because we do all that stuff. And I'd say it too. There is nobody in the world who would take upon the problems of somebody else and put their problems off and then take their problems off back on again right. after they finish a role. It's like, you have to be crazy to yeah, do I stuff mean, like that. It's, but, it's, it's deep. It's very <clears throat> deep being able to even reach those areas. I mean, yeah, yeah because... And a lot of people, I mean, just in society, nobody wants to feel. It's like, oh, that hurt me. Well, I'm good. Okay, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't it, love it, me. It, it takes yeah. a lot, and you literally have to um, um, you have to go places that you normally wouldn't go, wouldn't go. or you don't like to go. Right. Uh, and that's why I think when you when you study, and I'm just looking at it from the acting point of view, when you study, you have to understand the who, what, where, why, and how. Right. So that you're able to bring it across. And it's it's anything. You know, if if you don't believe in it, then you there's no way the people Watch that you're going to yeah. What's, yeah. yeah. What's that motivation? Yeah. You yeah. have to you have to believe in it. You know, you know, dancing, you know, if you don't understand why you're going stage left as opposed to just, oh the director said go stage left so that's where i'm going you know what what is your motivation right yeah you know what, uh what, what, what are you doing it yeah why are you doing it and and you and you have to you have to do your homework oh wow that sounds like a director of mine you have to do your homework <laughs> because everybody is different and 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 sometimes it's really like not a right or wrong answer it's just that one once you decide to go with it, it has to be believable. Right. And and I think, you know, that those those are some of the things, and you know, like I said, we'll find out a lot of things as we're going through why people do things, what they had to do, how they had to sacrifice to get to those things, you know, because sometimes uh when it comes to doing doing roles, you have to gain weight, lose weight, cut your hair, um, you know, do alterations to your body, you know, just all kinds of things. And and people don't realize that that happens. <clears throat> you know, you just can't wake up one day and say, I want to be 50 pounds lighter to do this role or 50 pounds heavier to do this role. You know, you know are you willing to do this? Or are you willing to do that for the role? You're like, mm, 
Let me think about it. <laughs> well, but, I mean, and I think, you know, and I think what, and I'll, just to, you know, just to kind of like, you know, pinpoint what you were saying, you know, at the beginning, it's like the fact that you're going to be doing this podcast to let people kind of see behind the curtain. So he's like, yeah. and with, you know, and with people they, you know, they're familiar with and, you know, it, you know, and try, I hope I would say, you know, kind of echo your, it's not about the celebrity. It's about the work. It's about, work. you know, and the fact, you know, that it, take, it takes hard work, it takes commitment and, um, and, and being able to see what it actually takes. And then the innovation with everything going now. Okay. So I was an actor. Yeah. And now I'm an actor for corporate or now, right. you know, what, what, what it's, what is needed to kind of, you know, keep going with what you love to do, but you know, with the, you know, the famous word now with that pivot um, and seeing what, you know, what's happening in, in the world. And I think, yeah. and I think it's great. I'm excited to hear and see so much more. I mean, if, if anything, what would you say, you know, when people come to listen to eTalk, what, what are they going to, what's the one thing they're at least going to get to walk away with in your opinion? Knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge, of, knowledge of of I mean not necessarily being the uh, a doctor of it but having an insight right. of what people are doing and what they go through you know I was just thinking um, unless you're in New York and not even there because you if you're not a big name there you still people are still working right you know you go to work nine to five, 10 to four, whatever it is. And then you go to the theater and you're working. So it, it, that's a sacrifice in itself. You know, it, it's hard uh, when, you, when you're working, trying to learn lines, you got to go to rehearsal, you got to do this, then you got to go to your job. You know, you got some, everybody's not fortunate to be star yet <laughs> to where they can sleep in, you know, but you, it, it's, it's a sacrifice, <clears throat> you know, people, uh, leaving the theater or, or, or leaving work and rushing to rehearsals, you know, that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's changing clothes in the car and eating on go. And, you know, it's, it's that yeah, kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, and learning about what it is. And I think like we said at the beginning, it takes, I mean, it takes balls. I mean, it takes yeah. courage. It takes courage. And uh, it, I guess it's, it's interesting because um, this is just my insight on, wh- on why I'm so happy that you're doing this is um people don't understand i think you know i and this is my interpretation over the years there's so many parents who worry about their uh their child or their you know hey how are you going to support yourself hey you got a movie right how are you going to support yourself and i think i think these days that you know that uh what do you call it the uh starving artist um is not as I mean, yes, there are there, they're out there, but I don't think it's as prevalent as it used to be. And being able to see the insights on why it is and why it isn't, because almost everybody listening right now has a favorite podcast, which is going to turn yes. into yes. Um, yes. and then and has a favorite TV show, has a favorite artist, a music artist, yeah. has mm-hmm. you know a favorite chef that they want to go do stuff with. You yeah. know, you know, yeah. hey, let's go out for the weekend and go get some drinks. There, there you go. You have a you know an artist who's doing the alcohol and how the, and how it's presented. I mean, or or yep. the bartender. Uh, but <laughs> but you know, it's it, there's an art to it, and it's amazing how people yeah. um, they kind of in some cases overlook the art that's right in front of them. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. it's all oh wow. That's crazy. There's, a, you know, things start trickling. Right, right, right. There's a there's a song in working called "It's an Art." 
And it's an art, and the song, and it's sang by a waitress. You know, so it's an art to be a fine waitress. You know, so it, it, it is. It's an yes. art, and I mean, everything that you do, uh, there's there's a niche to it, and everybody's trying to find it to make sure that they are doing it correctly. Right. You know, so that's why it's like, and 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 that's why. Um, well, for me, when I'm on stage, uh, there's nothing in the world like live theater because yeah. Yeah. anything can happen. You know, and it will. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it will. Yeah. You know, uh, and and you have to think on your feet, and that's the deal. Being an artist, you have to think on your feet at all times because. Things happen. Uh, uh, the music may stop. They may not play something. You know, if you're dealing with a live band as opposed to canned music. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if somebody, if if it's a live live band and the music is playing and the artist doesn't show up, you know, you know it's just all kinds of stuff. Or you stand, you're standing on stage with a, a scene partner and they go up on their lines. They forget their lines and they're looking at you like help. And, and and that's, and that's the, the the good old phrase. The show must must go on. on. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's, it's it's just all kinds of. But yeah, I want people to know the knowledge um, and to be able to uh, respect. If I can use that, I've mm -hmm. I've been using that a lot, especially because we're getting ready to do that. Respect the art as well as the artist right and, and that's that's the deal uh you know people say oh yeah they were good it was good i enjoyed it da, 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 da. but it's not a job yes it is for some people that is their job and then others that's the second job <clears throat> you know because the first job yeah yeah second or third job so you know um respect the art respect the artist uh, and like I said, we're, we're talking about this pandemic thing and how we're dealing with it and how people are dealing with it. And it's not only affecting the art, but everybody. And I, you know, as we were talking about the movies, the movie theaters are just now starting to open back up and not all of them. So we'll, hopefully we will, we'll, we will, we'll get through this. This too shall pass, but uh, people, everybody has to be, uh, they have to be, uh patient you know we're, we're that unfortunately uh microwave generation mm -hmm. where we, everything we want everything to happen so quickly and so fast by the time you and, think of it it should have happened already yeah 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 and it's it just it doesn't work like that and then with everything that's going on now you know we're thinking with uh technology and all this kind of stuff that there's no reason anything should be you know everybody should be doing the same thing and Everything should be working perfectly. Not, it doesn't work. That, that's in a that's in a perfect world, <laughs> and I don't think that's happening. Yeah, right, right. So, no, not you know. I'm, but and, 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 and it's just a matter of everybody just breathing. That's the other thing. Breathe, breathe. I mean, and then I tell my students respira, a lot. Respira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because. And and that's the first thing that happens when I'm when I'm teaching theater and I talk to kids about it and I say you know when we get excited or when we get frightened or whatever the first thing we do is <gasps> you you know you gasp and you stop breathing but you have to breathe through things and that's just life in general you have to breathe through things in order 
to make it, you know, because if you don't breathe, then you're just stuck. Right. You know, it's like, oh, you got to breathe, you know, and, and once we get there, it's going to take some time because we're nowhere near. Yeah. Nowhere near. Yeah, you know, we, 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 have some, we, we have some time to go. Yeah. Just because things are looking a little better, not much, just a little on some things. But and I was talking to my mother the other day and she said, you know, this is crazy. I mean, you got fires in one part of the world. You got water in another part of the world. You got the pandemic. What, what, what's happening? Yeah. It's like, what is going on? So we mm-hmm. literally have to just take our time. And I mean, we, we wanted to, we all want to be there, but we don't want to do the work and do what we Amen. have to get yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Oh, uh, no, I get you know, no, I get that. That that that's something. I, I mean, I think we all learned the hard way at some point because you, yeah. you realize, oh, wait a minute. If I, you know, the it comes around, it comes back around, and you got to figure out what you're going to do. You either got to exactly, commit, exactly, or, you know, or and, and if you else. do it, if you do it haphazardly. Uh, you suffer the consequences because you got to go back and redo. Right. If you do it right the first time, <laughs> you don't have to go back and do it. You have to do it again. Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and you well, can say that's a hard lesson. That's a yeah. hard lesson to learn. Well, I am excited. I am so excited for you talk. I am so excited for you. I am um, excited for um, the listeners with the guests that you have. I mean, I love the lineup. We can't quite say it yet, but yeah. Um, yeah. Check it out. It'll be, it'll be fun. Ah, we're all in this together. Yes. Well, oh my gosh. Thanks for having me, man. I, hey, you know, thank you. Thank you. And again, I, I do appreciate you uh, staying on me about doing this because I'm the one. I mean, I've got a million things going, but somebody's got to be the stable one. So see, here's the yin to the yang. (laughs) Like I said, timing is everything. And um, I'm just, you know, bring on another 20 years. I'm I'm, yeah. bring on another 20 years. So, yeah. yeah, So to you, I say thank you. And to the listening audience, hopefully you will tune in. I promise you it'll be worth it. Thank you for listening to eTalk with Anthony Bogus Glover. I appreciate you listening to me. Now, please subscribe, download, and comment. Leave a review. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Now, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and my website at www.anthonybglover.com. And before we leave, I want to give a shout out to my friends over at Adams David Media for helping me to get this show on the road. Hope to hear from you. We'll talk soon.